0: Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories.
1: Hollow like a seashell swept onto the shore. Hollow like a story waiting to unfold.
2: Harlan by Lucy Catherine. Will you love me when I'm
3: gone? Awake. I am awake. There she goes. She never lets me down. Every morning, without fail, my crow arrives and perches on the streetlight outside the window. She brings a message from another world, reminding me to be alert, to stay conscious. Because I have a part to play, and when the time comes, I must be ready. To the casual observer, my empty shell of a life may well seem to be emptier than ever. But in fact, this is not the case. I have the crow. The crow speaks to me. Therefore, I am not alone.
0: This is Radio Holland.
3: No one else knows that she wakes me. To the outside world, I must seem like any other unremarkable dullard being awoken by the alarm on their phone or the Radio Harland breakfast show.
2: Good morning,
0: good people of Harland. It's just after eight on a Monday morning, so logic dictates this must be the breakfast show with me, Bobby B. Yes, we have some great tunes on the way from Gloria Mombasa, the Factor 50 and AI Indigo, plus advice on wildfire control from the Blue Watch Commander at Harland Fire Station. So don't you touch that dial, people.
3: Six weeks ago, the town's shopping mall burnt to the ground. The investigation into the cause is ongoing. I guess the whole thing will be levelled once they finish sifting through the debris. I don't think it'll be missed. The place was dying on its arse anyway.
0: So, quick weather check and... Surprise, surprise. No change. Still bone dry. Now, here's an old Eva goldie from way back in the day. Diane,
4: you decent.
3: Currently, I'm under house arrest. I can't leave, not even digitally, and... Because I'm not allowed online, I haven't caught up in detail with the wild theories about how the fire started or why them all went up in flames so quickly. Come in, Dad. Nothing disturbing is exposed. An accident. Or something more sinister. A freak lightning strike, meteor, was climate change a critical factor? Some apparently believe a crack opened in the ground, a spark leapt out from hell and set the world on fire.
4: Shall I turn this off for you? No, thanks. That's better. What's your meds? Oh, I don't want to take them. There isn't a choice. You know that. They make me feel sick. If you don't, it'll show in the physicals. I'll use that to get a court order and put you back inside. Is that what you want? No. Get him down here, then. I
3: haven't been able to satisfactorily explain how I came to be inside the mall as the fire raged, or why I was holding a tiny baby that wasn't mine. Sarah told me I had to keep her safe, but there was no choice. I had to hand her over to Child Protection when I was arrested. I assume they are protecting her. I hope so. I've not been charged, but I am suspected of many crimes. Child abduction, arson, murder. But there's no evidence. There's not even a body in the murder investigation. It is true that I had a difficult working relationship with Bob, my supervisor at the Fordingbridge HQ, but it's not a crime to hate your boss. They know Bob is missing.
4: They don't know much else. Good lad. I've got to be off now. You going down the allotment? Where else? By the time you've slept that lot off, I'll be back.
3: All right? I know exactly what happened to Bob, but that is a secret between me, my dad, and Darius Fordingbridge. I'm told he's taking care of everything behind the scenes. He is a man of enormous power and influence. Uh, Perhaps the investigation will stall and go nowhere. But there is one thing he can't do. Put a stop to the horrific flashbacks that haunt my dreams. Bob! Bob, what happened to you? You're losing a lot of blood, Bob, please! You did this! You stabbed me! You put the knife in my chest!
4: Stay away from me! Stay away!
0: Bob was
3: convinced I killed him, uh, but I didn't. It was my double, my evil twin. Hair mask, as I've come to know him.
4: Dane, uh, 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 what? I'm off. Okay. The pills kick in fast, aren't they? You're off gone already.
3: They do kick in fast, so I must get to work quickly. I'm training myself to ward off the nightmares by filling my mind with wonderful thoughts. <whistles> Think of my happy place lying in the soft grass of a clearing at the edge of a wood beneath a great old tree in the sunshine. This is where I found her, or she found me. Detective Inspector Sarah Ward, Hare Witch of Harland. This is where we found each other, briefly, and for a moment we were together.
2: I am the Hare Witch, Sarah Oud, one of the four. A long time ago, I was a different person in another world. I didn't know who I really was then. I was a stranger to myself.
3: On my good days, she comes to me in dreams.
2: Lie down here beside me. I love you, Sarah. This is nothing but a dream we once had.
3: Grassland leading to the edge of a wood.
2: Spring sunshine, bright sharp air.
3: The leaves and flowers become a nest around us. And then I'm sinking into the welcoming earth and into her kiss.
2: If only we could stay here forever.
3: I am drifting, floating downstream, drowning, gone.
2: Hello, Daniel. Go away, Mum. I'm here with Sarah. I've been waiting a long time for you to find me. Uh, You're dead. You died when I was a child. They kick in fast, don't they? You're half gone already.
3: I wish I was completely gone.
2: You can't leave. We need you. There is much to be done. Dan? Huh?
4: What? You're dead to the world. What time is it? 7.30. Um, it can't be. It was 8am just now. I
3: heard the time check on the breakfast show.
4: In the evening. I just got back. I've slept through an
3: entire day.
4: It looks that way. Oh, they must have up my dosage. Why would they? You're fulfilling all the conditions. How much longer will they keep me in limbo like this? Unless they apply to the court for extra time, then it's only another month. They'll have to charge you or set you free. I can't take much more. Hang in there, son. Dad. Yeah? Who are you? I'm Morris. You're dead.
3: I don't recognize you.
4: You know me, you fool.
3: I don't think I do. I don't know this place. My home, I'm... I'm a stranger.
4: It's all centred on Harland. Always has been. Mr Ford in Bridge figured that out long ago. There's something else. Something I don't understand. What's that? What happened to Mum? Dan? Dan? Uh, uh, I'm awake. I know you're groggy, but you need to get up. I was dreaming. What about? Uh, You were in it. It was late. What time is it? 8.15. In the evening? What are you on about? You only took your pills ten minutes ago. Uh, You didn't go to the plot? I was on the way out when the police arrived at the door. They want to speak to you. They said there's been a development.
1: Good morning, Mr. Goldman. My name is Detective Sergeant Sadie Shukri.
4: I've
3: seen you before.
1: I was the custody officer when you were arrested for attempting to enter the exclusion zone. Remember?
4: Uh, Not really.
1: Are you feeling all right?
4: He's required to take these sedatives as part of the bowel conditions. It's scandalous, really. Makes him like a zombie.
1: And you are? He's dead. Uh, Morris Goldman. That's right. Is he fit to travel? He seems quite dopey. Dopey? You
4: can't say that. What's this about? Dopey? Shut your mouth, son.
1: I can't give you any details, I'm afraid. I'll need a signature from you on the screen here. Temporary transfer of authority. Standard procedure.
4: You'll look after him?
1: We'll be asking some questions, that's all.
4: You said there's been a development. What does that mean?
1: It concerns a discovery made yesterday.
4: What's been discovered? The missing link?
1: We found human remains.
4: Remains.
3: The parts left over after the rest has been destroyed. Harland is built on the site of an abandoned settlement that disappeared hundreds of years ago. No trace of it can be seen, yet somehow it lingers. I always knew it. I felt the presence of another world beneath the facade of this one for as long as I can remember. I used to keep a notebook where I recorded all my observations, so that one day I'd be able to piece it all together and interpret the meaning. It's been taken away from me now. The cavity in my bedroom wall where I kept it hidden is filled up with a synthetic expanding
0: foam.
1: Interview with Daniel Goldman, commencing 10.36am on Monday, December 18th. Conducted by DS Sadie Shukri.
0: And this is DCI Ryan Cummings. Bring up D7, please. Showing on the screen is photograph D7 from the evidence bundle. Mr Goldman, do you recognise this individual? Uh, Yes, he's a doctor. Do you know his name? No. You recognise him, but you don't know him? We never met. Odd.
3: Uh, I recognise lots of people from when I worked in security at the mall. Certain faces sort of getting to your head somehow.
1: The man in the photo is Dr James
0: Okafor. Okay. Can you remember exactly where you saw him? Maybe at that cocktail bar that used to be on the ground floor.
1: The Magnifica. Uh, Yeah,
0: that's it. Were you aware that Dr Okafor was in a relationship with Detective Inspector Sarah Ward? Uh, uh, I don't think so. We know they were together shortly before she disappeared. Uh, They weren't in a relationship. But they knew each other. They had a one-night stand. Big deal. That's rather personal information. Wouldn't you say, DS Shukri?
1: I'd have to agree. Quite intimate.
0: Were you and Sarah intimate, Dan? I
3: never met this man. I know nothing about him. Uh, why are you interrogating me?
0: This is not an interrogation. You're assisting with inquiries.
1: The remains of Dr Ockleford's body were discovered yesterday during clearance work at the mall.
0: How did he die? Let's just say there are suspicious circumstances. Such as? We still haven't found his head.
1: He was in a shallow grave behind the central service area. The body was probably buried there during the recovery works following the flood.
0: Here's a question for you. We'll be carrying out an extensive search of the area where the body was found. Geophysics, ground penetrating radar and so on. A number of people on the team are speculating that we might find further bodies at this location from other missing person cases. Possibly the body of your... Former supervisor, Robert Milligan, for example. What are your thoughts on that? I don't have any thoughts. I suggest you mull on it. See if anything comes to mind. This would be a good time to tell us everything you know.
3: DS Shukri escorts me back from the station in a self-drive squad car. She sits next to me in the back seat, which feels dubious and makes me uncomfortable. When I was in custody that first time... For trying to enter the exclusion zone, she told me that she was not the enemy. I was never convinced. I squeezed right up next to the door to get as far away from her as possible and stare out the window as the Harland Street slipped past. Harland. Conceived by Darius Fordingbridge as the town from the future. Connected, smart, sustainable. But it cannot escape the echoes of its past. None of us can. The past is always present. We drive through the centre, skirting the ravaged carcass of the moor. At one point, the witch elm in the centre becomes visible. It still stands, but what remains is blackened and scorched. A tree that lived a thousand years, maybe more, finally extinguished forever.
1: It must be a good feeling to see the mall in ruins. Why? Well, you nearly died there, didn't you? When it flooded. True. And you were there when it burnt down. I'd imagine you're glad to see the back of it, given the number of near-death experiences you've experienced.
3: I just feel really sad seeing it like that.
1: I wouldn't worry about it. They'll build a new one.
3: I was talking about the Witch Elm. We drive past the lake, between the mall and the hospital. It used to be a lake, now only a cracked, brown scar in the ground. It dried up ages ago. There are a few rotted tyre tracks left by the archaeological dig team when they installed temporary fencing around the strange, crescent-shaped stone that emerged as the water receded.
1: Aldo, reroute, please. Maintain current final destination, but add in a via, the Briarwood Estate Access Road.
0: Rerouting. ETA at first calling point, 1642.
3: Uh, Why are we going there?
1: For the benefit of the in-vehicle recording, I'm taking Mr Goldman to this area to re-familiarise him with a location relevant to the ongoing investigation. Uh,
4: But no-one's allowed in the exclusion zone.
1: Don't panic. We won't be going inside. This is
3: making me anxious.
1: Oh, it's a side effect of the drugs they're giving you.
3: It's not the drugs. The Briarwood Estate, where the sinkhole appeared and swallowed a house. Sarah! Stay away from the edge! Sarah was drawn to the place. I tried to stop her.
0: Sarah! Sarah!
3: But I couldn't.
0: Briarwood Estate Access Road. You have reached your destination.
3: The whole estate is sealed off, a kind of forbidden zone. The last time I was here, I crossed the boundary and went into the interior, beyond the fence. On the other side, time and space don't behave as they're supposed to. Everything has a voice the animals, the plants, even the rocks. When I was there, for a moment I found I could hear those voices and understand them. Now all that seems like some weird, trippy dream.
1: Let's take a stroll up to the perimeter.
3: You realise I could just run away?
1: You're so doped up you wouldn't get
3: far. That wouldn't look good to your superiors, would it?
1: You know what a stun prod is, don't you? Yes. Then you'll have noticed I'm carrying two.
3: It's a hundred meters or so to the huge wooden fence. When we reach it, I rest my forehead against the boards. I can feel the same strange forces at work, the irresistible crushing gravity of the sinkhole, the black hole, and somewhere on another frequency, the voice I've been longing to hear again.
2: The air is sweet here. Sarah. I lie down beneath the great old tree on a bed of wild garlic, bluebell, and enchanter's nightshade. Close my eyes, half close them. Listen. The babbling of the downward stream. Where are you? Half awake, half in a dream.
1: It's such a weird place, isn't it? it? Gives me shivers.
3: Sadie stands close. Uncomfortably close.
1: What is this? Are you going to kill me? It's a hybrid intelligent jamming collar, interfering with all the recording and communication systems in the immediate vicinity. Your command chip, for example. Comms breakdown is plausible here. We're near the sinkhole and its effects on signals is well documented. We can talk openly for a moment. What
3: do you want from me?
1: You have to get yourself free. I'm getting nearer to finding out what happened with Sarah, but I can't do it on my own. I'm too closely monitored. Uh, As you mentioned, I have a remand chip behind my eye. I I I can't sneeze without triggering an alert. There's a tool you can use to remove it. It'll scramble the data whilst you're picking it out. You'll find one taped to the bottom of your bed frame. How did it get there? I put it there when I did the initial search of your room. Uh, Insurance, in case I needed you sometime. Get the chip out, but don't damage it. Leave it on your pillow... Do it last thing and they probably won't register you're gone till the morning.
3: Well, that's reassuring. The authorities probably won't know I'm trying to escape.
1: You've seen Sarah, Dan. It may have only been a dream or a vision, but we all know you've seen her. There's someone who thinks that could be the key. That you could be the key. Who? She'll come for you. She'll know what to do next. Don't question it. Don't sit around thinking about maybe doing something tomorrow or the next day. That'll be too late you have to act act now
3: back at home i sit in my room in front of the mirror the doomer mean from the 20 stairs back tired hollow eyes tired skin she said i must act now i'd feel much better about that if the crow had told me to do so i've reached a point in my life where i would trust the word of a corvid above that of a police officer
4: Dad? You okay? Uh, All good, Dad. What did they say at the station?
3: They, uh... found a body at the mall. Some doctor.
4: Did you know him? No. Strange they called you in. They're trying to pin every crime in Harland on me. There's one good thing to be said about remotely monitored house arrest. It provides a rock-solid alibi. I've got your mates. Thanks, Dad. Go on, down. Give me a minute. I'll have to nip out for a bit so I'm pushed for time. Uh, No need to wait around for me. I'd like to be certain you've taken them. It's reassuring. Fair enough. Good lad.
3: Dad heads off and leaves me in a race against time. I had to swallow the pills or the ship would have sent an alert to the central justice team. I must fish it out from behind my eye before the sedatives enter my bloodstream and leave me too befuddled to get out of my pyjamas, let alone out of the house. I find the removal tool taped to the underside of the bed, exactly as Sadie said it would be. Thanks, Sarge. Flick the switch to initiate the jamming of signals then sit in front of the mirror again and use one hand to hold my left eye open as wide as possible whilst I insert the tool's needle probe inside the eyelid. It makes me think of an old film I saw once in an online picture house. I don't remember the story. Only the scene where some guy is held captive in a lab and has his eyes forced open. Something to do with a lemon? Was it an orange? Remand chip detected. Locking on. The chip removal tool has a voice. Pretty much everything manufactured in the last 20 years has one. Open the fridge and it'll remind you to order more simu milk. Drag a digicomb through your hair and afterwards it will recommend exactly when to visit the barber next and which brand of shampoo should be used for optimum shine. A hundred years ago this would have seemed ludicrous, impossible. Now it's mundane. If a fridge can speak, is it such a stretch to believe a crow can? Or a tree? Or a rock? Chip removed.
2: (sighs) You horrible little
3: bastard. I can't bring myself to just leave it on my pillow. The hate is too strong. The chip is tiny, like a miniature contact lens. It's been snooping on my every move and irritating my episcleer for six weeks. I will have my revenge. Fingers down the throat to get the pills out. Drop the chip on top. Enjoy your trip, you little shit. Well, that's that. I've gone all in. Mid-December on a dark and moonless night. The street lamps are dimmed 50% to save energy, so... with my hood up and my head down, I feel quite invisible in the shadows. Not that it matters. The streets are empty. Harland seems to have become a ghost town. A vehicle approaches, getting closer. This could be the contact Sadie told me to expect, the someone who believes I am the key. Turning this way, slowing down, keep the head bowed, maintain a steady pace. Hey,
1: stand the man!
3: It might genuinely be a good idea for me to go with this person. This could be the moment I have kept myself alert and awake for, or it could be something the police have planned to open me up and get me talking. I haven't received any kind of confirmation from my crow. So, on balance, it seems the best idea is to run.
4: Come back!
3: The quad bike is an old-fashioned electric one, which the rider seems to actually be driving, which is weird. I know this area well. Head for the narrow lane that leads down to the allotments. The bike is far quicker than me. But running through gardens and swerving wildly at unexpected moments, I manage to stay ahead. Reach the lane. The gap is too small for the bike to give chase. The rider gets off and removes their helmet, as if seeing a face might reassure me and encourage surrender. Dad, what are you doing? I recognise her. Vaguely, but not clearly enough for me to trust. I turn and run into the darkness. doesn't take long for me to discover I'm not good at being on the run. Instead of staying off the beaten track, I'm drawn to the familiar. I find myself walking past the Peace Pagoda in the park by the remnants of the moor, now reduced to a series of huge piles of rubble, towering above what's left of the Witch Elm, like the silhouettes of a mountain range looming over a bonsai. I must be triggering at least a dozen cameras. It can't be long before I get picked up. There she is. My crow flies down and speaks to me. Now I know why I'm here and where I need to be next. Hello? Excuse me? This is security. Stay where you are. I I wonder if you can help me. I I need to get in there. This is a restricted area. It's a death trap with all the demolition going on. I used to work here. Well, you don't work here anymore, do you? Clearly not. No one does, except you. So, you best be on your way. Nostalgia's a powerful force, isn't it? Pulls you in somehow. I'm on duty. And both myself and the dog have GPS tracking implanted. If I stand still for more than five minutes, there's a wage penalty, so if you don't mind... Is that a real dog? (laughs) Old fashioned, I know. But he's far more nimble than a robot on this sort of terrain. And he loves me. You won't get much in the way of affection from
0: an auto hand.
3: What's up with him? Uh, him. Your name's Gripper. This is something I said.
0: Go home, mate.
3: Gripper is experiencing some sort of extended canine panic attack. He strains at the leash, leaping up on hind legs with front claws catching on the wire. He seems to have taken a proper dislike to you. I am not afraid. I kneel down by the fence, feel his hot breath in my face as I look deep into his eyes. We speak the same language. He knows I'm his friend. With a glance, I tell him to relax, to lie down, and he does so.
0: How did you do that? Dipper! Up!
3: Up! He doesn't appreciate you shouting at him. Dipper! Do your No, You do as you're told. Let me in. And why would I do that? Because Gripper won't like it if you don't. (laughs) I stumble over the rubble to the witch elm. Step inside the charred remnants of the hollow trunk. It is very dark. The air is dry and cold. It smells of charcoal and decay. Someone is with me. I can't see them, but I feel them. Feel their presence. This is the moment I have been alert for.
2: I am here with you. Sarah Auld, Sarah Ward that was... Sarah? ...Hair Witch of Harland.